Hey folks, Russ Bailey here with Brush Pile Fishing. Time for another video podcast. And we've got a great guest in store today. As a matter of fact, you've probably seen his August show, Mike Six. How are we doing, bud? Fantastic, Russ. How are you today? Good. You are an offshore uh, planer board pro, and you've got this crankbait and stuff down. Whether it's jigs, crankbaits, you've got it pulling. And uh, you called me, actually, and said, hey, I want to go over a few things on precision trolling, depths, this and that. Yes. So uh, that's what we're going to do today. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's education is what it is. I mean, a lot of these guys are out there. I mean, they know what they're doing, these guides and everything, you know, so it's not for them. It's for the new guys coming in. I want to make sure they get the good information on how to get started with it. So you don't want to miss this, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing. All right, folks, welcome back to the Brush Pile Podcast with Mike Six. Mike, talk again about how this got started, man. It, something was bothering you. You said, we got to get some information out there. Yes, um, I've seen so many videos, um, YouTube, uh, television shows, things like that, where you know guys are going out and they're talking about long line trolling or talking about crankbait trolling. Um, and I don't want to say anybody's doing anything wrong. I'm not going to tell someone that, you know, a guide, I'm not going to tell Jeff or um, you know, Les Smith or Corey Thomas or any of those guys. I'm not going to tell them they're doing anything wrong. What I want to make sure is when they're watching these videos that they're actually, they understand the true science behind what they're doing when they're putting these cranks out or putting the jigs out, mm -hmm. what's happening to the line, what's happening to that lure. Um, and that's what makes all the difference in the world for somebody just getting started. Uh, so if they if they have an idea the concept of what's going on other than just casting a line out and sure. and running, um, you want to understand for repetition, because if you caught a fish on this line, you want to make sure you can do that to this one, the next one, you know, put it, the pattern together. Exactly, you know, you got eight rods in the water, you know, down south, you know, where you can use it well in Ohio. Now we can use six, you know, with two people. Yep, yep. So you know, I want to make sure I have six rods that. You know, are in the strike zone, you know, because most of the time what happens, and I have seen this on so many videos, it's one, maybe two rods that are catching catch all the fish. All. Well, why put eight rods out if you're only going to catch fish off two rods? And, and, that, and that could be a number of things. It could be your depth. It could be, uh, it, are they all hitting on turns, but color's a big thing. Yep. So there's several factors yeah. there. Well, and, and even from the show that we, we did um, over on Hoover, um, we had fish on, on four different colors yep. that we were catching. So, and knowing that you know, I can catch fish on four different colors, it doesn't really matter. You know, now one of them was very popular, of course, the one that my wife picked out, the crossum. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I had, I was able to get fish to strike on every rod. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the goal. Um, you don't want to just fish with that one, right. you know, make sure all your rods and lines and lures and everything are in that operating zone where you're trying to catch those fish. So how can someone, what's some tips to get them to do this? Number one, the number one tip, okay, is if you're using line counting reels, you want to take your line counting reel and you want to make sure it's full. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like this one right here. You can, as you can see, you know, the line, it's about halfway down on that. I've seen so many guys using, you know, they get snagged, line breaks. They just tie another one on line snags or breaks and tie another one on. 
So next thing you know, you're down to half a spool and your line counter is now very inaccurate. You really don't know what depth you're running your, your lures and, and jigs at. Okay. So that's the number one. Number two is in the precision trolling app, okay, and I've had extensive conversations with um, Mark Romanak, who has spent years. He's pretty good at that. He is very good. <laughs> I mean, he's the hours in the water, you know, and divers in the water watching lures go by and things like that. He knows what he's talking about. And these conversations I've had with him, that rod tip right there, that is the distance when you're long lining, okay? Mm -hmm. The guys that are running the, the, the rods straight out, okay? Not rod tip up, but straight out are more accurate. Kent, uh, Kent Driscoll, um, Brad Chapel, those guys, you know, when I see them, Les Smith's another one. The lines are always straight out yeah. because that the rod tip itself, when they're measuring for the depth, you know, on the precision trolling app, they've got that rod tip touching the water. And over the years, what they found, every bit of angle, every, every foot that that rod tip is up in the air, okay, is another foot that you actually had to add to the total depth. To your total, yeah. So if you want to get 10 foot down and you're taking a look at it, now your rod tip is six foot in the air, you have to try to get that, that lure at 16 foot yeah. down. Makes sense. So that is the biggest thing right there. Um, speed is the next thing. Anything weighted, jigs, weight assisted crankbaits, when I'm saying weight assisted crankbaits, uh, those are, you, you may have a one ounce weight clipped maybe six foot in front or whatever on that. That is weight assisted. If you stop, the weight sinks to the bottom. Um, those are dependent upon speed. Okay. If I have a quarter ounce jig, an eighth ounce, you know, sixteenth ounce, thirty second, you know, each one of those are going to fall at a different rate. All right. But um, depending on how fast you're going, they'll also rise. So speed is very important on those. Crankbaits, a lipped crankbait, doesn't matter, you know, I use bandits. Bandit 100, 200, and 300. If I'm using a 100, you know, it doesn't have quite the dive curve to it, but speed does not matter. It does not matter how fast you're going on that, with that crankbait. The only time that, that would be in effect is that it's a floating crankbait. If you stall that board out or you stall your line out when you're making a turn, mm -hmm. okay, it'll float to the top. Other than that, if you're going one mile an hour, 1.5, 2, 2.5, it does not matter. It just all depends on the amount of line that you, you have out <clears throat> for that crankbait, you know. So, because essentially what it is, the science of it that they have found, even though you're going faster, when your line comes off the rod and it's going down, it actually goes across and, and it has a bow in it. So, you're, it's not going straight to the lure. It's not a straight line. It comes off your rod tip and actually kind of has a little bit of a, a curve to it. So, the faster you go, the more it's wanting to pull the line up, sure. even though the bill is wanting to dig. So, you're going to get more action off your crankbait, but the forces between the lip of the, of the crankbait and the, the resistance on your fishing line, on the line itself, you know, actually pulls that to the same, it stays virtually the same, okay. no matter what the speed is. So, the only thing that can make a difference is, like this is 10 pound you know, main line that I use. If I go to a four pound, it's a different diameter braided line 
that braided line, uh, you know, it's a smaller diameter, it has less resistance in the water. So of course, and that's one thing is the app, you know, the brush pile app, or uh, I'm sorry, brush pile is a great, is a great, app, app. great app, but the uh, precision trolling app, um, it actually has a set up one here to where um, you can go, uh, well, they, they show for most crankbaits, okay. you know, 10 pound mono or 10 pound fire line, okay, which is your braided lines. So it makes a difference because the braided line will actually get, the, get your lure deeper. What do you normally use? Do you use a 10 pound mono or do you normally? I use 10 pound mono okay. pretty much exclusively. Okay. Now, Corey Thomas and I have had some you know, extensive conversations because he's using uh, jigs and he's using a lot of the, the, the two and four pound SOS line yep. from Crappie Magnet, which is an incredible you know, fishing line. And using those smaller diameter, he can get those jigs down much deeper you know, now once again, though, he's you know, he's in, has the fortune of being in a deep lake. Yeah. So even when he's going to make those turns, he's not really burying, you know, his jigs in the, in the ground or you know in the bottom of the lake. So, you know, he can get those, but he's also trying to get some of those jigs down 18, 19, 20 sure. feet. Sure. Down you there know. on Dale Hollow. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. So that's the reason he's gone to a two-pound or four-pound line. That he's trying to pull those with when he's trying to get down that mm -hmm. deep, you know. So that that is what makes a difference, you know, for these guys. And you know, a lot of guys will go out when they're first starting. They may not care. They may have 15 pound. You know. Well, if you're running a 15 pound line, doesn't matter if it's crankbait or jigs, it's going to run much higher. You know. So you have to pay attention to what you're using. These guys have done all the science for 20 plus years. They're using 10 pound mono. If you follow the information here, I promise you that jig or that crankbait is going to get down to within inches of you know what they tell you. Again, for the people not familiar, what is the exact app name of the app so they can get that? It's Precision Trolling. Okay. You know, and you go to your Play Store, type in Precision Trolling. Um, when you get that app, you'll download it. It, it gives you a free uh, lure right off the bat, which is your um, uh, Berkeley. Um, uh, flicker shad. Okay. Okay. I believe it's a number five that you get for free, and you pull that up and you determine how many feet you want to go down. You want that lure to run, and it'll tell you exactly how much line to put out to get that lure down to that depth. Then, you know, of course, you have to buy you know additional. Like um, if you want a bandit crankbait, or if you want a bandit, <laughs> or even they have you know for uh, a single jig. Uh, double jig setups. You can buy those, or you can get buy a package. You know they have a crappie package. Okay, if you buy that crappie package, it has the Bandit 300s. It has you know the roundhead jigs. Yep. You know with with twister tails. What I'm really keep you know proud and uh, mark about is getting the um, um, fin spins put on there because, because they're huge right now for they for are long lining. amazing for <clears throat> long lining. But the difference is. Now you've got, instead of using a round head jig, you've got that cup mm -hmm. on that fin spin, plus it has a blade. The little things like that will make a difference on how deep that runs because- And, and you're gonna let him do the homework on and that. And he's gonna do all the homework. <laughs> um, I believe him and Jeff Smith have actually been in contact. It's just a matter of getting things getting worked out and, and getting it you know, put on there. But yeah, it's, the app is absolutely amazing. Um, if I don't have my app, it's tough for me to go fishing, 
you know, doing this. It's just, I, you know, it's, I've got it with me. I have to have it in my pocket. Well, and again, this is a, a pattern that can be done year round, but especially in the hot summer months mm -hmm. here in Ohio, if you get to some of our deeper lakes, pulling crankbaits is unbelievable successful. Um, and like you say, if you're just throwing it out there and wherever it starts running, you'll catch some fish, but if you can get this down and once you get going and you use that app, it's not that difficult to do. And right. that can put a lot of fish in a boat during the summer months. Yes. Yes. And that was, and that's the other thing that you look at, you know, because if you got the one rod and it's consistently catching fish and if you don't have it calibrated, you're looking at your line counter and you're saying, Oh, okay. I've got that back 38 feet to get my band at 300 down to 10 feet mm -hmm. in depth. Well, you start going every other one. Well, if they're not all calibrated the same, it's going to be different to where every are. lure is going mm -hmm. to be running at a different level. Some may be lower, some may be higher in that water column because uh -huh. it all depends on where, you know, where you're picking up those fish in that water column. If you're running crankbaits and jigs below those crappie, you're not going to get them. All right. Well, now I hear you want to take me outside and show me a few things on this. Yeah, I want to show how the calibrating is done and I want to show the, the, the misnomer that a lot of guys have, you know, because I'll go ahead and I'm going to leave the spool right here. Okay. And we'll, I'll run the tape out and I'll, I'll zero out and we'll go 100 feet. Okay. Okay, on the tape measure. And I'll show you what my line counter is telling me. And then I'll go back and I'll actually do the calibration where we add the line on. 100 feet will be 100 feet. Okay. And that way you'll absolutely be able, you know, be able to know. Well, folks, we're heading outside, but this would be a great chance for you to listen to about our brush pile app. And again, you've heard me say it, whether it is on an Apple phone or an Android phone, it is completely free. It's a great app, but don't listen to me. The new Brush Pile Fishing Show companion app will change the way you watch a show, but more importantly, it will change the way you educate yourself on crappie fishing. This is so much more than just an app. It will be your go-to source for weather, brush pile fishing shows, crappie fishing tips, and your own handheld logbook. There will also be contact information for guides from past episodes, special offers from our sponsors, and tips that range from simple to advanced. Download the new Brush Pile Fishing Companion app. It's free for Android and Apple users. It's everything a crappie angler needs. Make sure you check that out. All right, folks, so we're outside now. And Mike, what are you going to show us? Okay, I'm going to show you. I have, I have the line here that's uh, halfway down. Okay. Spool, half a spool on there. I zeroed out the line counter. Yep. So if I zeroed that out, I'm going to start from my point right here. Start at zero. We've got a hundred foot marked out. You got a hundred foot marked out. I'm going to walk this down and I'll show you okay. how far off your line counting reel is if you've only got half a spool. As we come walking down, you know it. You'd be able to stop at 50 feet. You'd be able to stop at 75, you know, to get an accurate count. I like using 100 foot strictly because that gives me that option. You know, there are times when you have to get, you know, 75 feet back, yeah. you know, to get a lure down to your depth. And I believe right there, right there is 100 feet. It says on my line counting reel, 125 feet. Oh, wow. So with half a spool, I'm 25 feet, it says I have 25 feet more out. Than what you actually have, because yes. we measured that. So, if I want to get, now this is what's going to throw you off too. I'm going to take this back, we're going to go back to 100 feet. Okay. So, you would think it should say 75. That's where we should be at.
All right, 100 feet. My rod tip, what's that say right there, Russ? 80 foot. 80 foot, okay. So if I'm thinking that I'm getting my, my lure, I have to send it back 100 feet, okay. I'm only getting 80 foot back gotcha. from my rod tip. So that's what I wanted to show, make sure that everybody sees there is a difference. So now when I spool this up, we'll go ahead and we'll run it out and I'll show you the exact calibration, how you do it to be accurate with it and, and put everything in, you know, right. in line, okay? Uh, one other little tip that you wanna make sure you're doing when you're calibrating your rods, uh, you go ahead and have a little bit of tension. I just have a box and I've got my spool down inside the box and I have tension. Look at my rod tip, how I've got some tension on it. That way when I wind it up, it's putting a little bit of tension on the spool itself so that the line is nice and tight you know, on, the, on there. You don't want too tight, of course, but you just want a little bit of tension as you run that up. And that'll keep everything uh, good and snug and it keeps you be able to have more accurate count on your uh, line counting reel. And I'm just about there and I'll show you the difference. If you look at the reel now, the reel is, the spool itself is full. And that's what you're looking for. You want a full spool uh, on your line counting reels. Now we'll measure this out and see how close we are. And, and the, the big thing you don't want, don't cut your line on your spool. Leave that on, all on there because you may need to add or take okay, off. Gotcha. So just leave the, you know, the line attached to the spool. And when I get up here, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna clip this right at the rod tip. Okay. I've got a little clip. So I'll take my tip, my clip, and put it right here at the end of the rod. All right. Put that on. And on my board, I've got this set up. So now I'll go ahead and I'll run this out, zero out the rod or the reel. And one of the weird mechanics is if I have, if it says that I have 102 feet, I have to add line. If it says I have 98, I have take to take line off. off. So it's, it's a little bit backwards from what you think. Right there. Right there. Ninety-six. Okay. So this is telling me that I've got too much line on. So you got to take four foot off. No, it's going to be a surprise. I actually have to take a little more than that. Okay. You know, because it's just weird, the weird mechanics of using a round spool with the gearing on there. Um, but you just have to play with it. When you first start doing this, you just got to play with it. And I know that when I walk down there, I may only have to do this once or twice because I've done it so many times. But yeah, it's, it's just the weird mechanics of the big things to remember. Because you see 96 on your line counting reel, that does not mean to add line. Okay. You have to take line off gotcha. to get that to, to back to Z, uh, 100. Okay, so we'll go down, we'll take some line off. We'll do this again.
All right, we've taken some line off. Okay. Uh, as I said, 96 feet is what we showed. That means I have to take the line off on this. We'll go ahead and run it again, and we'll see what, uh, what we come at. Come in. Believe it or not, 20 feet off puts me at 97. Okay. So I'm gonna have to take off some more. But as you can see, even though I took 20 feet off, that, that shows you the importance of the calibration. Yep. You know, on doing this. So we'll run this again. So folks, while he's doing that, this is one of the things, now he's using the SAM super sensitive rod, uh, the saltwater series, and that's all he uses for this. One thing to keep in mind, if you're gonna get technical and you really wanna get this down to a science like Mike does, this is something you're not gonna to wanna to do the day that you're fishing. Get out, get all your line counter reels calibrated a couple days before the trip. That way, all the guesswork is done, all the tough part is done, and when you hit the water, you're ready to fish. Rod tip at 100 foot on your tape measure. Yep. I got 100 on my line counting reel. This line, or this rod and reel are calibrated now. So now I use my precision trolling app to get my crank, to get my jig, whichever, down to the exact depth with the amount of line out. There you have it, folks. Again, if this is a pattern that you want to learn, do this the day before you get on the water, get everything set up. It takes all the guesswork, and you know you're going to be as accurate as possible. Mike, thanks for sharing that, bud. Thank you. All right, folks, it was getting warm out there, but I hope you learned something. We're back in the studio. Mike. Dude, it's always good to see and talk to you, and I appreciate the information. That's all I can do. I just want to get that information out, Russ, and, you know, being able to use your platform, it's fantastic. Um, you know, anything that helps, you know, new people coming along to, you know, to learn this style of fishing, is, you know, that's a plus. There you go. Folks, I hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned. We'll be back again with another Brush Pile Fishing, the podcast. In the meantime, check us out on brushpilefishing.com for all the shows we've done and more information.